Welcome to HearthCast, episode number 164 for Patch 5.2, made possible by Open Raid. Our topic for this episode is Unintended Consequences. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Everybody, this is Root, and I try to survive on my Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode number 164 of HearthCast, Root gives us the basics on how to control a market on the auction house, and we'll share an add-on to let you know what you've done for the week in WoW. Speaking of the week in WoW, Freckleface, how has your week in WoW been? It's been a little uneventful, but... Um, I did finish Rise of the Horde, finally. Great book. Yeah? Still a little confused between now and then. And Oh. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of... Yeah. I had the same issue. Like, you don't know exactly... You went thousands of years into the past. No. At one because, point. No. Oh, yeah, at one point, but you, the story is about Thrall's father, and Thrall's still alive. Yeah, but... So it's not thousands of years. Time is weird in one. Yeah, time is weird. Um, we killed a few Wardbringers with Dead Guy and his yeah. girlfriend. That's pretty fun. Yeah, Alicia. I didn't realize how much rep you got from that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had been doing my work orders, Chump you know, change. like a champ. Yeah. Every day. Log on, give my work orders, trying to get August Celestials and Shadow Pan and occasionally doing the August Celestial Dailies. Sure. And I was pretty close to Exalted on both of them, or about halfway. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm Exalted. Let me go dig up my farm now, because I don't need right? no cabbage. You don't need no cabbage. No. Ain't no one got time for that. No. No time for cabbage. No time for striped melons. No, no. ain't no time for melons. No. Hey, wait. Actually, there's always time for melons. Really? Really? Yeah, watermelon's good. I like They're messy. Water- you get the seedless? You have to oh, cut so them good. up. No, I don't cut them up. No. See, I got a wife. I'm kidding. Let's not go there. Continue, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what else did I do? I, really, I, I don't know. It wasn't there. I so, wasn't there. Yeah. Been uh, still working on archaeology. I'd been using That's, all the little currency I got, the, yeah. the fragments, to buy um, fossil fragments. Because I wanted the little hand puppet. Right. Yeah. Um, the butt scratcher. No. Not the butt scratcher. The little skeleton hand that... Anyways, after spending all my stuff on fossil fragments, I don't need fossil. You didn't need I fossil. I need Oh, yeah. Oops. Yeah. How much? How much time did you invest in sure. that? I'm not sure because I was still I was still solving the Pandaria ones at the same time. The other the other currency to get the fragments was just a bonus. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. then it's not too terrible, then, is it? No, it's not no, too terrible. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Um, and then you and I did the newest wing of LFR. Well, I was there. Yeah. You did it. <laughs> did you get credit? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. I like this new wing. There's hardly any trash. I mean, it was the first time in there. We were done in, what, 30 minutes? Yeah, it seemed like a lot longer for me. Oh. Yeah. What happened? Well, since 5.2, I'm one of those people amongst the 40-some-odd pages of complaints about how 5.2 has killed frame rate for them. Huh. 
Yeah. So I enjoyed the slideshow of the um, uh, the latest uh, <laughs> LFR because that's what I saw. Oh, slideshow. Yeah, slideshow. At one group. point, you died, and then three minutes later, you commented on it. Like, yeah. oh, hey, I'm dead. Yeah. I mean, it was horrible. It was horrible. Horrible. Sorry. Horrible. However, uh, Synergy from Vote to Kick. He's, Did he give you technical support? No. 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 Um, I give him my budget, and he's going to build me a computer. Oh. Yeah. See, I'm doing it the right way. I could go do it myself, you know? Sure. But why would I just, you know, when you, he works for a large company that does this stuff on a daily basis. He leads the department. He is a professional. So I voxered him and I said, this is my budget. Build me something. And then he came back. He's like, what do you want, Intel or AMD? I'm like, look, I don't know. Build me something you'd want. This is my budget. Go. <laughs> you know, not not quite that harsh, if you will. Oh, but, you sure. know, yeah, I mean, I'm a network guy. I can tell a whole bunch about networking and all that. You get down to, like, video cards and, and processors. I'm like, uh Letters and numbers, yeah. Well, I may know a wee more than letters and numbers, but I, I don't have a preference. I really don't. And some people do. It's like, great, I'm, I'm happy you have a preference. Get me what you like, and if I don't like it, I have somebody to blame. Nice. Yeah. If I go build it, I ain't going to want to blame but me. See? Ah, see what you did there. Right. Yeah. So later on down the road, if it's great, I can sing Synergy's praises. And if it ain't, I could be like, that Synergy built this piece of junk computer. <laughs> Man, what's up with him? He just wants me to fail. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> It's because I'm horrid, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it is. He's a lion. He built me a crummy computer. That's <laughs> his dastardly plan is to it build all the be. horde players terrible computers. Well, did you lose. notice our, our mic covers are, are red and blue like Horde and Alliance? Oh. I planned that. Did you? I did. That's sad, isn't it? No, no of course not. <laughs> Whatever. Did you notice the lights we have are red yeah, and blue? Yeah, the lights are red and blue. And the Mountain Dew bottles. The Mountain Dew but bottles. That makes sense. Yeah, because, yeah. I was looking at them today up on our shelf here in the studio. Sure. That's still the original Mountain Dew in there. <laughs> Those have never been opened, and the bottles are starting to like implode on themselves. <laughs> Usually, you, like, you open them and put like food-colored water in there, you know? Water with red and oh, or blue food. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what usually happens. <laughs> I don't I know just, the etiquette for storing collectible bottles in Mountain Dew. Yeah, well, that stuff, I mean... It'll probably eventually eat through that plastic. <laughs> it's like there's there's a level of acidity in the soda. Mm. That'd be a sad day. <laughs> yeah, like if you look at the the well, hang on, let me hey, just talk talk amongst yourself for a sec. I'm gonna reach up there. <laughs> this is gonna be funny. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. How am I supposed to keep going by myself? I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, to begin with, Freck. Uh, this bottle now has a triangular shape. You see yes, this? It's I triangular. See it. it's triangular. Well, and I grabbed the Alliance one, and because of the imploding, it has aged that night elf. <laughs> she got wrinkles now. She looks like Lindsay Lohan now. Oh, no. <laughs> Dark circles under yeah. her eyes. Permanent hangover. <laughs> I, 
just since 5.2, I've had nothing but really, 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 really bad frame rates, which have caused me to, I, I don't see things when they happen. And there are certain places you need to see things when they happen. Yeah. 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 Like in some Standing of the rings. in the bed. Yeah. yeah. Like the bed that makes you go boom. Even in the Isle of Thunder, like every once in a while. I think it's just when you're in the uh, the cemetery. Okay. They cast a circle of lightning on the ground. If oh, you don't yeah, move, yeah, you're yeah, dead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's weird because some places it's beautiful. It's perfect. It's I mean, and, and before everybody starts tweeting and writing it, yeah, I've got everything on the lowest settings possible. Hmm. I even rolled back to DirectX 9. That's it, what I had to do to make mine stop crashing. Yeah, and then it worked after that. It's horrible. Anyhow, May, which is Root's birthday month. Oh. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying another computer. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I got that budgeted. We're okay. doing that. I know how much I'm spending. I gave Synergy my budget. Uh-huh. And we're going from there. Just don't let your wife know it's a gaming computer. Yeah, I already <laughs> made that mistake, Fred. Thanks for bringing that up. And I had to go back and say, "Well, no, it's not just for not not just for gaming. You know, there's you do other stuff on it." Right. She was not happy about that, though. No, no, she didn't like that word in there. She didn't mind the computer part. Right. <laughs> she didn't like that other word in there. Like what? What are you spending that much on? Yeah, she's already mad that like I'm spending time, you know, playing the game, oh. and yeah. Here's the thing, you know, like, because Blizzard's doing this this fast rollout, and so I used to go, but like, well, you know, I'm only spending a little bit of extra time in the game right now, because it is, they rolled yeah, out a yeah, new yeah. patch. Right. Well, now it's like a new patch every two weeks, right? Right. And so now it's just like, well, that's what you said two weeks ago. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've adopted a, a fast rollout uh, model, and so I have to spend more time. Hmm. I wonder if other WoW spouses are going to be writing in, dear Blizzard, Stop, stop releasing stuff so quickly. <laughs> Just stop, Blizzard. Stop. <laughs> so, but all that being said, with my horrible, horrible slideshow frame rate, I did not get kicked from the LFR, which was the most surprising of all. I didn't either. I didn't know what I was doing. No, you don't understand. My DPS meter was up and running. Uh huh. I was second from the bottom. The healers were doing more damage than you. No, this one separates heals. Well, I guess. There's oh. healing and DPS. I have tiny DPS on mine right now. Tiny DPS? What's yeah, that? It's just a smaller footprint DPS meter. Really? Yeah. So, it's not recount? No. Oh. I have tiny DPS. I, I went to that because I was trying. I was like, maybe maybe it's my ad. Cause, see, here's the thing. 40 pages of people complaining about 5.2 f- slow frame rate and Blizzard's response, it's your add-ons. I don't buy it. Hmm. Because I've gotten rid of my add-ons. All of them? Yes. And I've added some back on because I can't play with none. True. I, I no longer use Tuck UI. I thought maybe that was the issue. Nope. I got rid of... I wasn't using Recount. I was using the other one. Got rid of it. Went to Tiny. It didn't have anything for a while. That wasn't the issue. Thought it might be Zyger. I got rid of everything. No same issues. I got rid of the WTF folder. I, I, did, the compl- I did it all. All. Done it. Been there. Done that. In fact, the other night, right after our our LFR, I was like, well, maybe it's this. Well, maybe it's that. And so I started changing things and doing this and doing that and doing this. I was like, well, maybe I don't have the latest driver for my video card. And now my computer blue screen, Freck. Oh, no. Yeah. 
I don't like blue screens. No. It's not good. That's not good. Oh, this is not good. <laughs> this is bad. It's very bad. Yeah, very bad. So, um, yeah, that was no fun. I fixed it because I can. <laughs> and everything's fine. But I, I still got the crappy frame rate. Hmm. My bandwidth is fine. I've got the computer maxed out with like 16 gigs of RAM. It's got to be the video card, you know, who knows. I've got some, what is it, ATI Radon Mobility, I don't know, 5800 series. Supposedly a good video card, but it is what it is. Roots get a new computer is what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. But you're, you're already planning on getting a new one. No, I wasn't. Oh. No. But now I am. Before the other night. Yeah, because I started running into these problems, but they're just yeah. getting worse. It's like this, Is it just wow or is it other things? Just wow. Oh weird. Well, you and I were talking on on the vent server, no problems. That's true. I do some work in the Windows partition on the computer with work, no problems. Mm-hmm. There are zero problems in my Linux partition. So you know, I just think it's the video card or drivers, but so I don't know. I can't raid this week because I have to fly out. Oh. Going to Michigan. Is that gonna be cold? I don't know. Cold earth. Cold is relevant. That's true. They're like, it's gonna be so nice. It's gonna be in the fifties. I'm like, Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so but anyhow, like I said before, I didn't get kicked out of that and that was pretty cool. In the process of this whole thing about killing everybody else, because we went killing spree with uh, everybody, I got exalted. I took your advice. I got exalted with the Black Prince. Remember I told you, ah, I'm just going to go kill me some mobs, grind these out, get this get this exalted rep real quick. Right. And you're like, no, Root, don't, don't, don't do this. Just continue what you're doing, go turn some stuff in, you'll get it. Right. Got it. Well, there you go. And then it did Battlegrounds. And not to call anybody out, but Hind from the Training Dummies, Who's been saying PvP is, well, not good. He's not having a good experience with PvP. I had no problem. None. First group I get in with, we do, I, I did them in order. I did the the one that's like the, I don't know, I was in a square it's like pit. The courtyard? Yeah, I was in a yeah. courtyard. I get into this thing. The guy looks at me and goes, oh, you're here for the legendary quest. I'm like, yep. He goes, all right, stick by me. Come down to the middle and just kill things. I was like, I ain't. That was the same advice I got, stay in the center. So we went down to the center. Yeah. I killed things. I ended up like number four on the kill list. Yeah. I screenshotted it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. The guy's saying, hey, good job. I'm like, I didn't die once. Oh, nice. We were in and out. I'm like, I got his little DBM thing up or something popped up on, on my screen. It's like, you know, projected horde win in two minutes or one minute. When I was like, oh, okay. Then I did the mines. And I did the mines twice. The first time I didn't know what was going on. I was like, I don't know what's happening. And died. I was like, oh, no big deal. I mean, when I say die, I died a bunch of times and then we lost. Ain't no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I read up on it. I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. Went in the second time and the guy's like, oh, you're here for the legendary quest. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> and he's like, okay, when they do this, don't do that. I'm like, you got it. He goes, just stick with these guys. You got it. Perfectly helpful. Cranked it out in no time. That's poor PVPers, though. They have this battlegrounds ruined by all of us. We won. People just come in. Didn't ruin. We won. Well, but. The difference is when they tell you, okay, you don't have your PvP gear. You need to buddy up with somebody and you need to go do, you know, go stick with this guy, go do that. 
In fact, on the um, on the one with the 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 mines, the mine, the little train cars and everything, mm-hmm. uh, the guy actually told me to bring out my my succubus, which is the Shiva because I have because she crowd controls. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, you got it, <laughs> and it was awesome. So maybe it's just grouping. I don't know. You know, but I had a fantastic experience with it. So Well, it's like looking for dungeon. I mean, how many good groups have you been in and some of them are terrible? Yeah. It's the same thing. But you know what? You know what's funny to me? What? It's all attitude. It's all personal attitude. It's it's how you perceive the situation that you're in. Cause I've been in situations where I'm just like happy go lucky and the raid could be absolutely just falling apart and I find that humorous. And it's like, yeah, we're a bunch of scrubs. But there are other times when I'm like, I'm gonna get this done. See, you know, if I go in, here's the thing. When I went in to do my PvPs, I'm just like, I'm going to go do PvP. It wasn't, I have to win this to get this, to turn in this quest, to do this. So I didn't give myself a have to. So I didn't lose anything. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go do some PvP. Got to do these background, be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had fun. I cool. lost. I'm like, oh, no big deal. Do it again. So. Yeah. Because when you have to do something for it, I don't like it. But if you get to do something, it's fun. Because like right now, I told you this earlier. On the Isle of Thunder, I go to do my dailies. My dailies ain't there. Why aren't my dailies there? There's a yellow quest, a yellow exclamation point. What's this? Oh, it's a solo scenario. I don't want to do a solo scenario right now. I want to do my dailies. I know that's the weirdest thing you've heard anybody say. <laughs> you know, But because they took them away from me, because they want me to go do this, single you know scenario single person scenario i have to do that to get back to do my dailies i I don't like that i should still be able to do my dailies as much as i want to do my dailies so right they didn't need to do that because when you doing the golden lotus or the shadow pan um dailies they would periodically or even dominance offensive they periodically give you extra one-off quest that that moved the storyline along but it wasn't like you had to do that before you did the day's dailies you just picked it up and you did it right i I just i don't like that i i want to do my daily i want to have the option i feel like i got an option taken away from me on that one Hmm. is what i feel like yeah um i don't know what else oh i got exalted with black prince like i said then i went in and did my dailies or my battlegrounds rather because i couldn't do my dailies and I went and turned all that into the uh, Black Prince Raytheon. Good. So I got an extra socket in my weapon, and, and now I can pick up secrets. Yeah. So. I didn't get any in the last wing. I wonder if it just drops in the first two wings. I don't know. I have to wow hide it now. I don't know. So that's what's new with me. whole lot of slow. This podcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. Today's totally tantalizing topic. Unintended consequences when things go horribly wrong. Brought to you by Open Raid. Frank, last week we talked about much the same topic, but more along the lines of when the developers do something and then the players kind of do, you know, something React different it with it. Yeah. Right. So just as a quick recap, unintended consequences can be roughly grouped into three types. You have a positive effect, a negative effect, or a perverse effect. And the reasons that these happen, as we talked about last week, are ignorance, errors, poor vision, poor planning, or tight deadlines. 
you know, like we said last week, we talked about the developers and how we as players react and do things that are unexpected or different to them. And this week, we're going to talk about bugs and kind of stuff that goes horribly wrong in a game that the developers don't foresee, and then it happens, and uh, all Hades breaks loose sometimes. So basically, last week, we were talking about design flaws when they just didn't, you know, didn't think things through, and these are technical difficulties. Right, that's a good way to look at it, yeah. Like, for instance, one of the more uh, famous or infamous ones is the Hakkar's Curse of the Blood. Uh, this happened um, way back in 2005. In Zilgarub, Hakkar, he would cast a debuff spell called Corrupted Blood. He's a boss back then. And it was meant to be a debuff on the, on the group, in the dungeon, in the raid area. But um, what happened was people would then hearth out and leave or port out and go to their cities and the debuff remained on them. It was a debuff that passed from player to player to player. If you had, you know, you're, if you're close enough to a person, right. they would get it too. And so people would then port out to their main cities and places and infect other people. And those people would in turn infect other people. And this thing just got, it was an epidemic. So much so that the Center of Disease Controls in the United States studied it. Wow. Yeah, it was a major deal. Like, because it was literally an outbreak in a virtual world. Hmm. And people dying all over the place. <laughs> Blizzard had to, this is before hot fixes too. So Blizzard had to take the servers down. They had to actually kill the entire world. You know, you want to get all lorzy on this thing? That's like the Titans rebooting the world. All right. Oh, which is what we're trying to prevent yeah. them from doing. Right. But you, the developer, you're like, nope, control, delete. We're starting to see. <laughs> Not if they run Windows boxes, but. They had to take take Azeroth down. They had to take World of Warcraft down, patch it, and put it back online. Wow. Yeah. To fix that. That's major. And here's the thing. You know that there are people who purposely did port it out. Sure. I'm sure the first guy who did it was like, oops. But then everybody else went, hey, wait a minute. I mean, I could go infect Stormwind? When you're in Stormwind, Frack, where where's a big congregation of people? Fountain. Yeah. <laughs> Fountain, auction house. At one spot, that's got, like the auction house, the bank, and everything right around, like within really close to each other. Yeah, the fountain. Yeah. yeah. You run through there, 50 people. <laughs> <laughs> and then what do they do? They run away because they're like, what the heck? I'm running away. Right. And they infect everybody else. It's funny. I don't know if it'd be funny. It, it would have been, I wasn't, I was around, but I, I didn't know what was going on during that time, so I wasn't privy to any of that, but. It would have been interesting. Of course, there's always those exploits after patches. You know, something just isn't doesn't get tuned quite right. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you had the level level one players one shotting everything. Oh, what a day, man! I got texted that day. Yeah. When they was going around all the capital cities, and these level ones were one shotting everybody in the capital cities. There are plenty of YouTube videos and everything on this thing, but I got a text from like three people. Do you see what's going on in Azeroth right now? Go to a capital city. And I'm like, uh, no and no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see what's going on and I'm not going to go to a capital. And it was all over Twitter and it was all over the place. I'm like, I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying away. It was crazy. Right. They finally found a guy. Poor guy. I think he got banned. Oh, just one guy? 
No, it was one started with one guy, and then of course, and then it, it, once people figured out what he was doing, it went to more. And hmm. He'd start a level one character on different servers and kill people, <laughs> just wipe out the entire city. Or recently, that level eighty paladin who soloed Mogushan Vaults. Yeah, and see, this is one of those weird things. That's a guy. He took advantage of how vengeance worked uh-huh. at the time, um, and it caused Blizzard to hotfix vengeance. And what it was was a level limitation with his level and the gear he could get from uh, Mr. Pandaria at 80. And the fact that every time the boss hit him, you know, one of the bosses would hit him, he was getting healed for more than what the boss was hitting him, more than what his health pool was. So he was no problem. It was like he just wasn't getting hurt. So, be, and that's just math right there, <laughs> you know. That's just a math problem that they fixed rather quickly uh, once it became obvious that this guy was doing that. But, you know, have you seen those videos? No, I haven't. I saw one of them. I think there's more than one. I think I saw one. But it's rather interesting. You can find that up on wowinsider.com, pretty sure. Recently, and I missed this, but the pet battles, the recent patch... Instead of giving experience to the player when they were done with the pet battle, you never used to get experience before. Patch 5.2 introduced that. It was supposed to give it um, akin to killing a yellow level mob. Okay. And instead it was giving it as if you completed a yellow level quest. Oh, that's yeah. different. Yeah. See, because a yellow level mob is something that's... Eh, yeah. And a yellow level quest is... Eh. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, the way the experience counts, whether or not you get experience or lesser charms, you have to be fighting something within five levels of your team, as in the three that you pick out. So you can have level 25 pets, but you can put three very low-level ones on a team and fight with those and still get the same amount of experience. Oh, yeah. okay. And those, missed- yeah, and those critters spawn in the capital city, so people could be sitting around... In Undercity or uh, Darnassus or whatever, and just you know sit there and level. Interesting, mm-hmm. and you missed out on that. Yeah, Ooh, did. sorry. Another pretty famous one here, Freck, is um, when a player received a game master item. So this guy had his his account hacked, and he talked to Blizzard. He's like, "Hey, got my account hacked," and Blizzard worked with him and restored all of his items. Well, apparently, when you restore items. Uh, to a, an account, it's just a, a number field. And per, apparently at this point in time, it sounds like it was manual entry. And a guy left off a bunch of digits. And so instead of restoring an item that was like 17459, he restored item 17. Item 17 happens to be something that at the time was called the Martin Fury. And it was a shirt that on use... Instantly kill things within 30-yard radius of you. Well, right? so Everything? Everything. Insta-death, 30 yards, insta-kill. Boom. Dead. And you get loot for it? They're dead, yeah. You still get loot. Oh. So what this guy does is he gives that shirt to his glorious raid leader, a.k.a. Karate Chop, <laughs> and uh, they go in and go boss kill crazy. Like, redunculous crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, getting all kinds of achievements crazy. 
off the charts crazy. And it just raises all kinds of red flags when these achievements are popping up on, on like Gildox and all these wow progress and all this, that stuff's happening that should not be happening at this point in time in the game. You know, like a lot of times we go back through open rate, you run stuff and it's kind of trivial and you get a ton of achievements, right? Right. right. But because we are now level 90 and we're going back doing level 60, 70, 80, whatever, you know, and it's easy. This was the same thing, but at level. So they they completely trivialized. 30 yards, boom, dead. You go see the boss, click your t-shirt, you're dead. Though the boss is dead. And so they're getting awards like uh, achievements like, you know, killing the boss with leaving the three protectors up and all this other kind of stuff, which should not be able to do at this point in time in the game. Sure. So red flags are, are, are raised and they went back and they saw what happened. Accounts were banned, you know, because and we've talked about this at least one other time on the show, probably a couple of times. But if you got something like that, knowing that you weren't supposed to have that, what would you do? Would you turn it back in? Would you contact the GM? Or would you go kill crazy in the dungeon? What would you do, Freckle Face? I would like to say that I would be honest about it, but I think I'd just be giggling too much. I mean, go in the opposite faction city and just kill everything. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I'd be too afraid that something bad would happen to my mm-hmm. to me or my account. And on the same note, I think I would expect to be rewarded for my honesty. You know, getting a hold of a, of a game master going, look, you know, I don't think I'm supposed to have this. And maybe you could hook me up with the amount, you know, or, <laughs> or something else. You know, as opposed to going kill crazy. So I would look for some kind. I wouldn't use it. I would let somebody know, but I'd kind of want something out of it, you know. I don't think I'd be able to resist the temptation. I'd be too afraid. I mean, if someone gave it to me now, I don't think I'd just go nuts. But you just hold on to it when people aren't expecting it. Like you go into a battleground, you don't use it right away. But as soon as everyone's congregated in the middle, you know, boom. (laughs) And you're like, the heck, man? Don't know what's going on. See, my fear is that if I used it once, it's all over. Yeah, I guess so. I'd be using it just like these guys. I'd go stir crazy and kill crazy and just kill everything. Run through, you know. Throwing a thunder, boy, whatever it is. So that's why I turned it in. Like, nope, nope, not using it. So we put it to you guys. So, what bug do you remember the most? Neil says spamming a macro of up or walk forward to overload your graphics card, allowing you to clip into the aquarium and deep run tram back when you're able to get under Stormwind. I missed that one. I never did that yeah, one. I missed that one too. You know what? That always bothered me. There is no water between Iron Forge and Stormwind. It's under. Under what? The continent. No, you know what it was. What was it? Was it? Supposed I, to, know. I know. It's supposed to go from Darnassus. Yeah. To. Yeah. Iron Forge. But after they did all those graphics, you might as well just keep it in, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, forget if it makes sense or not. I thought about that too. The first time I'm like, how come there's water underground? 
But then I was like, look, it looks cool. <laughs> I ran the whole way one time just to see if there's any any <laughs> exit path or anything like did that. Did you really? I, I think did. you told me that before. That sounds yeah. familiar. Was there? I guess not. Huh? No. And it no. didn't take that long. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was always afraid I'd fall off the tram. Well, if you do, you just walk. Oh. You can fall off the tram. Can you? Yeah. I, would, I never moved. Oh, the last time I did it, I got stuck because I jumped in the tram. As it was moving, apparently. I didn't realize it until I was midair. And apparently I got impaled on the end of it because I couldn't move <laughs> forward and backward. And then I got to my stop and I'm trying to get off and I can't get off. So it just like, you know, reverses, take me back to Oh, so you off. were stuck on the end of this thing while it's still moving? Yeah. Oh, nasty. Oh. I had to log out and log back in. And I was like in the middle of the place. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> I think I would open up a ticket. I'm like, I don't want you to get me out of here. I just want you to come check this out. This is pretty funny. <laughs> I've gotten stuck in a lot of places. In the Isle of Thunder, um, I got stuck in some bushes and I couldn't get out. Eh? Yeah? Yeah. It's strange. Weird. Someone's talking about that in Guild the other day, getting stuck somewhere. And they're going through the whole process of... Because you used to be able to type stuck or Yeah, it used it to launch you forward. And Not it, well, anymore. Yeah, it used to teleport you a little bit, but people were exploiting that. Yeah, I guess so. Well, the problem is, you if you genuinely get stuck, you either have to hearth that or you have to kill yourself. And I was mad because it was the first week, and I was trying to get that buff up for the Dark Moon Fair. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then I had to kill myself. Well, now I don't have the buff anymore, and i got to go back to the Dark Moon Fair to ride on the carousel. Let's take the top hat next time. Well, I didn't know about the top hat. That was new. There was also, when you used to be stuck, people were using that as a free hearth. Because right. there was a while you could do stuck. Are you still stuck? Yes. And it would hearth you back to your... So people were using that as an but extra it's just, hearth. it's not fair for people who are legit stuck, though. I should know if you're legit stuck. I don't know. Matt says, There is a boss back in Cata that would increase your damage done by some crazy percentage. If your fell guard got the buff and you put him away, you'd be able to resummon him with the buff. A warlock could solo to 2200 with just the fell guard's blade storm. And there's a few videos on YouTube of a lot doing five mans alone. Wow. I missed out on that one. You missed that one. What I took advantage of in uh, in Cataclysm was, and I think in Wrath too, your Warlock pets, uh, when they took damage, if you mounted and then dismounted immediately, your pets would be resummoned back with full health. Oh. I didn't know about it until I was in Zulfarak and I was with another Warlock who kept doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Why is this guy mounting up? We're we're not doing it. Why is he dismounting? What? And so I asked him, like, why are you mounting up and dismounting? And he wouldn't tell me. And he's like, just watch. I'm like, so I'm watching him mount right. and dismount. I'm like, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> and finally he's like, watch my pet. I'm like, okay, I'm watching the pet. I still ain't got nothing. He's like, watch my pet's health. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look, it's coming back full. Okay, that's cool. And then I started doing, he's like, no, you can't do it. People catch on. I'm like, what are they going to do? Exactly. And so, yeah. But. Well, let me ask you something. How yeah. long does it take your pet to regen health anyways? It depends on how much he's got to regen. I mean, oh. if he's almost like at death, then it's going to take, you know, probably 10, 15, 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. Because my hunter pets don't hardly take any time at all. Especially if you can mend them. Right. Well, we have the health funnel we can do. Yeah. But, yeah, just, you know, three second mount, dismount, and you're full... Seems like more effort than it's worth, but yeah, yeah, sure, uh, sure. Okay. Uh, 
Um, Jessica says the corrupted blood plague, seeing an entire city is decimated by, quote, creative use of game mechanics was amazing. Also, last year when Death Knights were able to target friendly players with their own dots on the anniversary of the corrupted blood plague. I don't see that as a coincidence. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people were like, this is a, a sh-, you know, a nod back to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I got killed by that. I remember that now. <laughs> I'm like, what the? <laughs> the Rarcast show writes in and says, uh, during Lich King, uh, there was a Serenite bomb issue. And what had happened on this one, uh, it was basically, you know how guilds, they, the big super guilds that go for world first. Uh, if you listen to uh, Roe with Realm Maintenance, he keeps you up to date on what's happening pretty regularly with the world first you know, kills that are going on now. Uh, this is back in the days of Insidia and Exodus going for world first Lich King on the Yogg fight, Yogg Saron fight. And basically Exodus found out that their engineers had these little Serenite bombs and they would throw the Serenite bombs and it would cause part of the fight, a, a mechanic in the game where a ring would fall apart or fall, you know, disintegrate, go away. They found out that when they threw these bombs, it would cause a ring to rebuild, show back up. And so apparently these, uh, drakes that used to just drop you, they would, instead of dropping you down and causing damage, they would just set you down and cause no damage. So because of this, um, you know, they're not getting hurt, so they're they're able to take advantage and kill things right. without being killed themselves. And consequently, they went world first on this thing. And when you are in a competitive guild and you're going head-to-head against another competitive guild... Uh, if they think you're using some kind of an exploit, they'll call you out on it. Now, what happened on this one is um, when they're reproached about it, Blizzard's like, hey, what's going on? You guys use these Serenite bombs and uh, we think you're taking advantage of the situation. Uh, Exodus actually likes, no, 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 we're, no, we're not taking advantage of the situation. Our, our rogues always use these things and, you know, it's fine. And then one of their members actually had the, the conscious, conscience, rather, and uh, infest up. So they got a 72-hour ban for it. What is it? Yeah. That's not too bad. No, that's not too bad. 72-hour ban, slap on the wrist. Um, But, yeah, you know, there are, you know, like I had my incident, which really wasn't, I don't know if you want to call it an exploit or not, when I would summon the... uh, Apparently it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would would summon my Infernal, and then I would just, into... into, um, Hellfire Citadel. No. Uh, uh, what is that place? Hellfire Peninsula? Nah, yeah. Uh, honor Hold. Yeah. It was an Honor Hold. Zero Alliance. It, yeah, it was Alliance at the time. So I'd summon my Infernal into Honor Hold, and I would fly straight up until I was out of range, and then he would aggro anything in sight. <laughs> so I would go there when you know I was much higher level. I guess, what were you after, 80 by then? No, 70. No. Yeah. Okay. No. I, okay. Well, I guess this was. I was doing it when I was like eighty. Oh, you were going back to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it might have been seventy. When it, if it if it was the Burning Crusade expansion, the max was seventy. It might have been so. It was higher level than the people that were there. So yeah, might, this still makes sense because yeah. they're leveling. And so, and that's when having fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Think I'll stop now, though. Yeah. So now, if you get out of range, it just it despawns and uh. goes away. So. Because of you, I don't think it's all because of me. 
And uh, Kevin mentioned uh, the old tried and true tradition of kiting world bosses back to capital cities. Nice. Yeah, I've done that with a group before. Yeah? Yeah. I like kiting. I, I don't know. I enjoy kiting. It's scary to me. Is it? I don't like the feeling of being chased. That reminds me, and I hate to go back off topic, but um, we were doing the rares on the island this uh, past week mm-hmm. and um, got called to that one that you took me to the wrong place for. And we, the guy on the top of the stairs. And what? We, went, we went into the wrong place twice. Oh, we were trying to kill Mumta. Yeah, there's... Yeah, is it Mumta? Is that who it is? Mumta. All right, so yeah. we got called to go do Mumta. See, here's how I identify all the rares. How bad your directions are to get me there. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> the one time you took right, me to see the crowd. I for two. <laughs> you know, and then the other guy, you took me down the, the staircase when he was supposed to be up. Well, to be fair, on the mini-map, I could see him. Oh. And there's, there's the building that's in the middle... And then two other buildings that are next to it, but slightly moved forward. I kept on. Okay. So I yeah. went in the wrong one. I was like, oh, crap. Then I moved a little down. Then went in another wrong one. I'm like, oh, crap. Then I realized I had to get back out and go to the one in the middle. And then he was dead. Further back. And then he was dead, yeah. <laughs> but this time he wasn't dead. I actually got up there. We actually yeah. waited for some people. And then they pulled. I'm like, we don't have enough. You know, we didn't have enough people at the time when the guy pulled. You know, we had like maybe 10 people there. For Mumta, that's plenty. Maybe there's eight. There wasn't enough in my plenty. opinion. You only need like four. Well, apparently not for this group. Oh, she kids a wife of Mumta. Well, we, we there was another faction there. Oh, <laughs> and so we were fighting the other faction too. Why are you fighting the other faction? Because they were there. It's a PvP server. Yeah, but and they were fighting us. You could just I know could have all just worked together. No, no, no. Because when I'm doing my AOE and I'm hitting them, then oh, yeah. yeah. So anyhow. See, I always have to apologize for my pet because I'm not trying to get in anybody's business. <laughs> I look there at my pigs, <laughs> <laughs> trying to nom some no mage. <laughs> like, no piggy, come back. <laughs> That's funny. No, so we're up there. People are dying, 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 dying. And I'm like, run back. You ain't getting a res. No, run you back. Res. You're just around the corner. Run back. Dying, 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 dying. I'm thinking this thing's going to, I don't know if they reset or what they do, if they despawn. I don't know nothing. All of a sudden, I'm last man standing. And I'm like, oh boy. And so, like an idiot, I try to fear the guy. Okay, that didn't work. <laughs> Should have known that. Mm-hmm. So I start kiting him around. I'm kiting him around and I survived and killed the guy and I got cheers from people. Awesome. I had like a sliver of health left. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a lot. I actually used bandages. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, I get the bandage. <laughs> got that. Because I still got them from, because uh, uh, you said to kill or, or, or heal the little uh, dragons on that right. one daily quest. I oh, got... yeah, yeah. The little um, hatchlings. Did you ever yeah. get exalted with them? I don't know. I'm still working on that. <clears throat> you need to just spend like an hour and just run around and get the eggs. I know. Well, yeah. Eggs. Yeah, I should do that. You should do it this week because Darkman Fair is going on. Oh, that's true. But, well, I only got a like, day left. This week, before I can't play no more because I'll be in Michigan. That's true. I should do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be, yeah, that'll help. I'll, remind me because I'll forget. So, but if you guys have any exploits or, or bugs or uh, little, you know, things that happen that, that people take advantage of that are fun, that aren't damaging to anybody, you know, like you used to back in the day in Kara, you could jump up and down against that one wall 
and then all of a sudden you were inside. You ever do yeah, that? Yeah, I tried. I tried that the other day. Not the other day. A few weeks ago, someone tried to get me in the car. It didn't work. You don't need to do that anymore. You can't get in there. You just walk in the front door. No, the the under part. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know about that. Well, you still get in there, and it's all creepy. Yeah, I've seen I've seen uh, video and screenshots of it, but I've never been. I like to go. You to can't get in days. there anymore. Oh, you can't. That's what I'm no, oh. tried. You just thought the carnage. He used to do that kind of stuff. You used to. The point is, they're cracking down on all that oh, stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's that's always the thing. And, and when you have a product, any product, any software is going to have things that are not that don't work as intended. And some people will take advantage of those and not tell anybody. Uh, some people will, as soon as they see it, report it immediately and stop all actions. And other people will just be like, well, I thought that was just a thing. So, I mean, like we used to do that back in the EverQuest days when we kite that one boss around to the corner and we, you know, not be able to get killed by him. We got in trouble for that. But I didn't think there was anything wrong with that at the time. Like, dumb boss won't come up here, you know? <laughs> so... Yeah, it just it depends on a person, you know. Kiting, I don't know. Well, I guess you could accidentally kite a boss. Or not accidentally kite a boss. You could intentionally kite a boss somewhere. And then everybody just run away. And maybe then it would like aggro anything around it. I think now they just run back. So, I'm noticing that a lot these days on the island. Like you go somewhere. Uh-huh. And you get like run past like six guys running the other way. You're like, whoa. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you think like, oh, I got to hide. And like, nope, not in their no, path. Not. Don't matter. Because, <laughs> yeah, you go some places and people just, like I was running, following you around the other right. day. And like all these people coming up and hitting on you. Oh, and then hit, and you just keep running. Yeah. And all of a sudden you look back and there are like 20 people following you. And then they all. Then they all drop off. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. <laughs> The other day I was doing that going somewhere and you know, of course you know they follow you and everything and I had stopped because I I was where I wanted to be. Right. And I turned around and the guy was still coming up. I'm like, well I guess I'm gonna fight this guy. And he stopped right in front of me and like paused for a second and then turned around and went back. <laughs> and it just looked like he kinda went and stay out or something, you know. <laughs> like, okay, buddy, you got it. <laughs> you know? If you notice there's a little sound effect, it's like a drum beat. Yeah, when you run away you, from yeah. mobs, dun, dun, dun. but you're still in combat. Yep, it's like the scariest noise ever. Like, am I out? Am I out? Am I out? Am I out? Like, oh. And you get the red flashes around your screen if you have your map up. No, I don't have that. Oh, I do. Scares me all the time. Yeah, yeah. Why don't pull my map if I'm getting chased? Sometimes I do because I want to make sure I'm not, you know, going where I'm still supposed to be going. Gotcha. Yeah, I had to go down on the. Oh, I got an achievement this week. Which one? It's a rare, scaring a rare, a rare blue bird. Scaring a rare blue bird. Yeah, it's one of the daily quests on the island. We gotta oh, go we scare go on those the beach birds. And you, just yeah. you know what? That makes me so mad because I'm sorry, I interrupted your story. Well, that's okay. They tell us that the the quest experience is more enjoyable if you can't fly. Do you know how much more fun it be to scare those birds if I was on? Be dive bombing them. Yeah, dive bomb. <laughs> Instead, I'm like they're on a ledge. I'm like. Uh, uh, and I can't reach them and they'll look at me like what are you doing what are you doing instead I could get in my rocket or my drake I'm like <laughs> they'd be gone <laughs> come on blizzard give me a flying mount at least right? right give me a little object just there a rock to throw at them that'd yeah be, no that'd be mean you can't do that Peter'd no, be mad okay that quest should give you like a tip be like oh well here take 
What animals do they have there? A uh, dragon. Like take one, borrow one of our dragons, and fly around. Go, go scare yeah. the birds. Grab all people to abuse it. Right, I'm sorry. It's what achievement did you get? The achievement name is called Blue Response. Shoo away the rare blue hatchling skyscreamer. Oh. So I got that. I'm like, guys, just running around, you know, scaring, doing my thing, talking with dead guy's brother. So that could have been something I could have tamed. I don't know. You oh. weren't with me. I know. And like, I didn't realize, you know, you it comes up. I'm like, whoa. And I was in uh, Invent with dead guy's brother. And I'm like, I just got an achievement. Uh, blue response he's like oh you got that achievement i'm like ah. <laughs> <laughs> i've been trying to get that achievement for a week oh sorry you didn't know <laughs> so yeah but if you've uh mentioned anything like i said before if you've done any you know cool things in the game let us know hit us up on a facebook page like everybody else did and uh you know as long as it's not hurt anybody i'm okay with you guys sharing it if it's something that's taking an advantage you know then no keep that to yourself i'd rather not know personally but if it's something you know fun then that's cool let us know. Like us at Facebook.com slash HearthCast. Awesome add-ons. So speaking of the island of thunder, have you ever had a hard time remembering what you've done for the week and what you haven't? Frank, I have a hard time remembering what I did in the <laughs> morning, <laughs> let alone the whole week. So yes, I definitely have a hard time. Well, I found this really cool add-on called Isle of Thunder Weekly Check. Really? Yes. Now, it checks for six things to see if you've done it yet. If you have um, looted the rare key for the single-player scenario Trove of Thunder. Oh, loot run. Yep. If you've looted the ritual stone from the first rare monster killed. Um, If you've opened a trove from around the island. If you've completed the quest Champions of the Thunder King. If you've looted one of the summoning incantations, remember we did those in the yeah. uh, the graveyard? Yeah. And those guys dropped some good stuff. I opened a treasure trove this week, too. You did? Yeah. I should have, like, written better notes. <laughs> <laughs> written. That's Root's word for the day. Thank you. Continue. And if you've completed the quest, the crumbled Chamberlain. <sighs> yeah. I still have that. It's not hard. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> So this is what had been kind of mind-boggling me with the virtual stones, is that the quest that I mentioned earlier, Champions of the Thunder King, it rewards you 150 valor when you complete it. Yeah. It takes five people to do, there's three bosses, and each time you summon a boss, it requires three stones. Of course, if you wipe, he despawns, and then you have to summon, summon again. Three stones. That's why everybody gotta have stones. Everyone's gotta yeah. have the stones. But... To get the stones, there's four different ways you can get one, but you can only get one per method each week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there is um, getting one off the rare mob, looting one from one of those treasure choves, receiving one for that quest that where you, the crumbled guy where you mm. pick him all his pieces, and then giving getting him out of the Sunreaver's bounty after you've done. Uh, well, it's for one the of the dailies, right? Yeah. Um. So basically, this add-on is super simple. We you know we talked about we we like add-ons that just do one thing and yeah. do it well. Yeah. When you install it, it'll be a mini-map button, and if you have a broker, it will also display on the broker, so you can just click it and pull up the list. Oh, nice. But I actually found that to be a little bit too much, because I don't need to check it that often, so I disabled both of those. But all I do is I just type slash IWC, which just brings up a little pop-up box, a little check marks of what I've done when I haven't. 
or you can do slash IWC print and it will put in the chat frame. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So very simple just to keep track of, you know, what you've done for the week. You can macro that yeah. to a button. Yeah, there are some macros out there, but I don't like macros. I like add-ons. Oh, okay. So. These <laughs> <laughs> macros confuse me. They're all like punctuation and then I miss one thing and it don't work. I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah. I want that add-on now because I didn't realize there's like six things to do in the island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. There's no really introduction quest to tell you how these stones work or to... I mean, it's it's really the first time they're introducing the mechanic of having like a global loot table and yeah. having a limit. Yeah. You know, oh, you already looted one one off a mob this week, so you can't loot w- loot one off a mob the rest of the week. It's crazy. People aren't used to that. It's hard to keep track of. So this add-on helps with that. It should, and I'm jealous if people are are getting those treasure troves more than, you know. You can't get that more than once a week once either. A week. It was weird when I got mine because you and I were talking about it. And ask you if you'd ever gotten one, and then the very next moment I walked into a, a hut and there was one. Yeah, that was really strange. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I've gotten one once, and it was like the first or second day that we were there, so I didn't even realize how rare it was." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, "Cool, sparkly thing." Hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> what does a <the> stone do? <laughs> yeah, I see people all the time who will get the stones and they ask that in, in general, like, "Hey, I just got this stone. What am I supposed to do yeah. with that stone? Like, get two more, and they go." And then what? You know, because <laughs> you know sometimes chat isn't all that helpful. No, so. that's what my head is for. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, was, I got my three. Still waiting on a group to go use my three. But I got my three. Yeah. So, yeah. Good times. I'm gonna get this. Where do we get this from? What's it called? Isle of Thunder Weekly Check. Isle of Thunder Weekly Check. So we're going to curse and get going to curse. Mm-hmm. Isle of Thunder. I bet you just type Isle of Thunder to come up. Probably. Probably. Good call. I'm going to get that. Buy, sell, craft, and loot. So, Frank, I got a question this week that came in from a guy named Fodderfer off the Thrall server. That's a lot to say. It's a lot of tease. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, what he said, he said he, um, he wrote in, he says, I hear people talking about controlling a market, but don't understand what they mean or how to do it. Can you possibly shed some light on the subject for us? Thanks. So, I said, yes, I can. Uh, in the world of Warcraft, when you are wanting to control a market, all that means is you are the one who has the best prices for whatever item you're selling. You force the majority of other people to set their prices below yours. So, practical example here. If I see blood spirits, uh, that are, the price hovers around 200 gold. If they're there, I see them around 200 gold. I will buy all those up. Because I know from past experience that on our server, blood spirits go for about 250 gold. So if I see them hovering around 200, you know, 198, 199, 200, that kind of roll, I'll buy all those up. All of them. Every last one, as long as I can afford it. And then I will put all those back up there at 250 gold. I have now immediately controlled the market. So I've set the price now at 250 gold. What happens now is people show up into the auction house and they have their little undercut rules automatically set to undercut by one copper, you know, or whatever it is. And so they bring their stuff in at 249 gold and then some copper or whatever it is. So what used to be 200 gold is now 250 gold. Now, 
if I want to continue to control the market, I will buy theirs at 249 gold or wherever they set it at so that mine will sell. That's where it can get expensive. You have to be careful with that. Um, it's a risk that you take because the prices on the items fluctuate a lot. And you have to be able to, or willing rather, to spend gold that you may lose. Because I've gotten stuck before where I'm like, I'm going to control this market. I'll go buy all this out. You buy it all out, you reset the prices, and then someone comes in and floods it at a huge lower rate. And now I'm stuck with all this, you know, like ore. I did this once with ore not too long ago. I came in and said, I'm going to control the ore market. And I usually do it for like a day or whatever, maybe even less, maybe like an hour. So I bought up all the ore. Decided to put it all on the stacks of 20s. I'm going to control this whole ore market, put it back up on there. And then someone came in and like absolutely flooded with like half price. Oh. So I canceled all my auctions <laughs> <laughs> and just sat on ore for a while. So, yeah. Now, there is an a, uh, underhanded trick you can do. And this kind of takes advantage of those people who just scan auction house and put something in there for a copper less. And that is going in, buying everything up. So we'll go back to blood spirits again. They're sitting around 200, go in, buy them all up. There's no other blood spirits on the market. And then list one at like 600. So it's way overpriced. Don't list any others. Give it, you know, 20 minutes or so. Everybody else will come in and list theirs under the 600. So they'll have it up in a 500 range. And then you drop yours back on there for the 250. Guess what's going to sell? The 250. The 250s. And so everybody else who has theirs way up there, they're just making your price look that much more attractive. That happens a lot, by the way. Um... So you want to watch the auction house prices because you may think you're getting a deal because like you'll see like someone has something for 600 and somebody else has it for 250. And so you think that 250 gold is a good deal when in actuality that thing may only sell for 150 gold. So some sites to go check out to pay attention to. The Undermine Journal, WoW Auction, that's W-O-W-U-C-T-I-O-N, and WowScan. Those will tell you the prices of items on your server. They give you historical data. So if you have that historical data, you go back and look at the historical data, you know that Blood Spirits sell for 250 gold on your server. So if you see them in there at an exorbitant price, you know you know that someone's just gaming the system at that point in time. You know, Freck, there are some people who believe that the auction house is the true form of PvP on the server. <laughs> they really do. So, so there, if you want to control the market, just be prepared to spend a lot of gold and maybe lose a lot of gold too. So when I was doing that fat wallet experiment, that's how fat wallet made a lot of his money, you know, just by flipping and controlling the market on a flip where you go in and buy out everything and then relist it immediately for, you know, a profit. And he did that several times. <laughs> I think the most he lost was like 40000 when I did that. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, that was a hard one to stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then when he ended, he ended up over 100000 gold. And we finally yeah. called it quits. You know, so 
Either way you want to look at it, it happens. If you're going to survive Azeroth, you better bring your A-game. You better be ready. You better listen to the insights of Demonic Rick. My name is Demonic Rick, a.k.a. Richard Harlow. Three years ago, while attending a prestigious art school for a degree in 3D animation, I lost my vision due to a rare optic nerve disease called Leber's Optic Neuropathy. Over a six-month time period, I was no longer able to attend the university, and I became legally blind. Though my dreams were crushed to become an animator, I did not give up. I went into psychology and became an advocate for people with disabilities at my university. I did this through the creation of a club that helped people with both mental and physical disabilities in promoting awareness and education. I also created many campaigns to increase accessibility and tackle human rights issues. While being very active at my university, I actually never stopped playing WoW. I made the game accessible for me through the use of add-ons, and I can say that I competed at a hardcore level while making sure people couldn't tell that I was actually blind and I could only see about one-eighth of the screen at any moment, with that one-eighth being very, very blurry. I also go into podcasting and create funny segments with my warlock about accessibility, which then led me into stand-up comedy. In my routine, I like to satirize what it's like to actually have a disability and the funny things that happens in day-to-day life being blind. And quite recently, I opened up for famous Canadian comedian Tom Green. Now I come to you asking for your help or support. There's a drug out there that can actually potentially restore my vision. Unfortunately, it is too expensive for me to acquire. No medical insurance company wants to help me and neither does my government. Now after seeing the show that I did with Tom Green and seeing an interview that I did with him where they got to learn more about my story, a local couple wanted to get involved and got inspired to help me out. And they started up a fundraiser for me on the website Fundraiser, that's Fund R-A-Z-R, entitled Help Richard Harlow See Again. The drug itself costs a minimum of $12,000, but an estimate of $24,000. So if you'd like to donate, I would be very much appreciative. I would also be very thankful if you would be able to share the link with your friends on Facebook or Twitter. Now the fundraiser ends on May 3rd, and any money donated to me that is not directly used for my drug treatment will actually get donated to a charity that helps the blind. If you'd like to contact me and have a question, would like to see my videos of recent interviews that I've done, or hire me to go on tour to your location, you can like my Facebook page at Richard Harlow Comedy, or you can find me on Twitter at Demonic Rick without a K. And with your help, you can help Richard Harlow see again. Is that your wallet? Are you just glad to see me? Both, I hope. Well, that about does it for episode number 164. This Friday we have our meetup at Firkin and Kegler. Cannot wait. Orlando WoW meetup group. Very exciting. We have some open raid news. Oh yeah, the open raid news. Open raid now has groups. Groups. Yes. Uh, what it's kind of cool here. Uh, basically, it's a, a place to keep in touch and let other people know about things that you and your group are going to do. So, for instance, Stompalina over at Rarcast likes to do these community events where she posts out on her uh, her real ID that she's going to go run 
an LFR. And you know, she'll, she'll invite you, you get in there, you go do the thing. So she can continue to do that, or she could go to OpenRaid and create a group and then promote it through that, through OpenRaid. And it will post out to like your Twitch, your social media, your network, you do everything else. Um, you can promote people inside that group so they can create events. So it becomes a community thing that you're doing. Um, it's kind of a cool new feature that they have over at OpenRaid. I have not used it yet, but it's kind of cool. Sounds awesome. Yeah, other yeah. people can promote it for you. You know, so let's say like you and I were going to run an event. You know, like we're going to go, I don't know, Naked Gnome Run. Oh. So if we decide to do a Naked Gnome Run, we can go create this event in our group over an Open Raid, promote it. People can sign up for the event and we can all go do the event. Cross Realm Naked Gnome Run. I should make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't yet, go check out the WoW Podcast subreddit over at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash WoW Podcasts. It is full of new and interesting podcasts that you may not have even heard of. You may not even know they exist, but there are like-minded people just like you bringing their views and opinions about the game to your earbuds. And uh, yeah, it's a great place for other people to promote their podcasts. And to get the word out of, of everything that's going on, especially in this WoW P5 thing. Uh, it's fantastic. Everybody can get their own podcast promoted. Just go list it there. So go check out the WoW Podcast subreddit. While we're kind of talking about podcasts, Freck, kind of brings to mind that we got a Hearthy to give away here. And we do have a nomination for somebody. Jaggertap nominated somebody here, Freck. And I think you and I are both in agreement that this person has done a lot for the community. Would you not agree? I agree. Um, A lot of people know him. A lot of people love him. So we are in agreement. You both said it. So we are going to be awarding the latest Harthy to none other than... Row from the Realm Maintenance Podcast. Congratulations, buddy. You are the latest recipient of the Hearthy Award from Hearthcast. Congrats. Now, you got to send us a picture. That's the only little thing. Got to send us a picture, which we'll put up on Facebook. And everybody else can see. Now, we've had people be creative with their pictures, wouldn't you say? Yeah. We've had kids. We've had sleeping people. <laughs> we've had screenshots. They're next to the tune. So. Yeah, that was the best. Angry yeah. Orc did that. That was really cool. Yeah. So get creative, Ro. We'll see how creative you are. And, uh, I, you know, honestly, you, you are doing a fantastic work for the WoW Podcast community. And uh, this is our way of showing you that we appreciate you. So congratulations. Absolutely. Also this week, don't forget to check out me on Grand Old Podcast, episode number 91. Yeah. My interview with Sayomara. And we are in need of some of your confessions. I know you guys out there are doing stuff that you're ashamed of and that you need to confess and that you need to receive your penance and you need to go um, get forgiveness for what you've been doing. I, I think you scared people. I, did I? I think so. The last one I did was really tame. All right. Well, if you can, can you promise to try 
to be a little I more I will tame? try to be nicer. Okay. Yes. Because I think that's what happened. You think that's what happened? Yeah. Because yeah. I was doing good, and then Mama Fret got all the cray-cray. I <laughs> get cray cray. <laughs> These people are trolling. <laughs> I be trolling. <laughs> uh, now we theoretically they would be anonymous. You don't have to be anonymous. You can't tell us who you are, but if you tell us who you are, we're gonna follow up on you. We're going to follow up with you on if you did what you're supposed to. Yeah, and keep in mind we have our high tech CIA FBI. PDQ. CBS. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Our voice changer, Freck. I mean, that thing is military grade quality. Talk about CVS. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got the coupon machines. They're pretty high oh. tech. <laughs> <laughs> voice changing. Voice modulation, Freck. Yes. Yeah. We do. So. If you want to be perfectly anonymous, you can. Unless you're a Kari, which you can't because you say something. You know, if you have a catchphrase, <laughs> don't say the catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Also, we are looking for more contestants for AOE. We are in the studio from about 6 to 8 Eastern Time on Thursdays. So if you have, you know, 10, 20 minutes during that time and you want to challenge me, you want to challenge Root, all you have to do is go to our website, hearthcast.com, click on the button that says Speak Pipe. And just send us a voice message. Say that you want to play HearthCast AOE. And I'll get with you and I'll schedule it. Just make sure you leave your contact information so I can get with you a bit. If you've played before and want to come back and challenge us again, that is fine. You are more than welcome to do so. So if you've, you know, taken the easy road and pummeled me, then maybe <laughs> you want to try heroic mode and go against Freck. Likewise, if you went against Freck and got shot down, you may, you know, want to step back a little bit and... Boost your ego and take me on in a challenge. I'm going to give a shout out to our iTunes five-star reviews. Thank you so much for your wonderful reviews. We do appreciate those. They are what keep us going each week. Gives us motivation to crank out a show. Yeah, you wanted to print them out tonight. Yeah. Put them up on a wall. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of cool. What? iTunes should let you do that. Give it like, you know, a nice stencil of it all. And, you know, Here are reviews. Huh? Like a little, you could frame it. You like a little stenciled, like you know. I'll put it in my fridge. <laughs> put a little sticker next to it. A little sticker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't your kids put stuff in the fridge and they get something back from school? No, no. The, the wife does that. The kids oh. give it to the wife. She does puts it on the fridge. Yeah. Just gets in my way. Hmm. Yeah. What else you got going on in the fridge? Man, there's pictures on the, of the kids from they were like much younger. Do you realize, Freck? Saturday. So this is going to be. Last Saturday, by the time this goes live. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my daughter turns 13. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember you getting so mad at me when I said you were the parent of teenagers. Yes, I did. Because I wasn't, and I'm not, technically, until Saturday. Well. Yeah. Teenager, singular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 13 uh-huh. in, in Root's house means uh, your choice of smartphone. Oh. And a Facebook account. Huh. That's that's what you get from dad. Which phone are you going for? What am I going for? Or did she get to completely pick it? Yeah. I don't even get to pick my phone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's chosen the iPhone. Okay. So she'll get an iPhone, what is it, five? Is that what's out? This most recent one. Yeah, yeah. She'll get one of those. 
and then uh, her Facebook account. But she got to wait. Because sadly, I'll be out of town for her 13th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Making the money. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. How it happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. What's, you know, it's par for the course. It really is, in a way. How so? Because my parents missed my 13th birthday. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I remember it. I'm still scarred by this. I You're came. Still I came down the stairs, all happy, because you know it's your birthday. You're yeah, happy, you're right? happy. This actually started something. So this is this is cool, right? Okay. So I come down the stairs. I'm all happy. I'm like, "Good morning, mom." Lana. And she's just like, "Oh, good morning." And I'm thinking, you know, I don't want to go. It's my birthday, you know. Uh-huh. Type. She doesn't say anything. Not happy birthday. Not nothing. No pancakes. No pancakes. Nope. Here's 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 your lunch. Go to school, right? So I'm like, oh man, they must have some wicked cool plan tonight, <laughs> man. We're gonna have a party. We're gonna do birthday, you know. So go through school, come home, nothing. I'm like, wow, man, they must have something huge planned because my dad's coming home in about an hour. Man, we're probably gonna go out to. Well, here's dinner. Dad's home. Normal dinner. Thinking, man, something, something big gonna happen. They're gonna. <laughs> they must have a bike for me or something in the garage. I don't know. Nothing. So finally, I'm like, um, guys, um, you do know what today is, right? And my dad's like, Wednesday. I was like, yeah. Wednesday the, he's like, Wednesday the 18th. I'm like, yeah. And then the look on their face. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> It's your birthday. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And I'm still thinking they got something planned, right? You I'm think thinking, they're just like faking it? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, because my parents were both very good actors. They both went to Barnum and ba- uh, oh. Bailey Clown School, the whole nine yards, right? Oh, so I'm okay. thinking, yeah, I'm thinking they got, they're playing this thing to the hill. Yeah. No. Oh. It just slipped their minds. Oh. Completely. And I'm like, I oh, know, that, that, that's cool. Sorry. Then they're like, we're, we'll, we're, we'll take you out this weekend. We'll, we'll go do this. We'll, you know, they're trying to make up for it. And I'm just like, no, nah, this, 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 sorry. Just go to my room. You think that was the day that your child had ended? Ever since my 13th birthday, Freck. After that, I no longer had to go to school on my birthday. Oh. And ever since then, I've taken my birthday off. Now it's just the thing. And, you know, at work, I will have that day off. Yeah. I just don't work. Ever since my 13th birthday, <laughs> I just don't, I don't do anything. It's my day. So, and I got some wicked cool presents. I don't remember. Oh, I remember what I got that day. <laughs> I, oh, it's, it's called a Vectrex. Uh-huh. Oh, you got to check this thing out. They don't even make them anymore. But it was a really small, like, I don't know how big it was, uh, Two, maybe a foot and a half by a foot long, maybe a little taller, but it's like a little TV. Oh. But it was a video game. And it was all a, a single unit, and you put a cartridge in the side. And <laughs> this is how bad this thing was, right? Okay. It had black and white, so you had a black screen, white graphics, white linear graphics, dot, like, point, instead of, like, you know, these cool fancy graphics, we had all two-dimensional. Well, no, they had three-dimensional. 
but it was wireframe graphics. So dots and then lines between the dots, wireframe. You got a cartridge for your game, and it came with a plastic translucent screen cover with the colors of the game. (laughs) (laughs) So you put that over the screen, and then you put your game in, and you had your boundaries and everything else set up uh, on that little piece of plastic. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And and I would mess myself up because I would get like the Star Trek one and put the Star Trek one and play Minefield, which is like an Asteroids game and get all confused with the boundaries <laughs> and stuff. But yeah, oh, good times. Thanks for the trip down memory lane there. Like <laughs> everybody wanted to hear that today on HearthCast. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed now you sure you make sure to make lots of reference to your birthday that several months leading before leading it's up to it. Several months. It's next month. You've been talking about it since February. Oh, have I? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, letting you know. Coming up. Don't forget about it. <laughs> I won't forget. I'm not retiring this year. So I know. <laughs> it's on my Google Calendar. Is it really? Yeah. It's on mine, too. <laughs> well, see, my niece's birthday is the 20th. Yeah, right around the same time. Yeah. 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 So trying to get those two mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. Mighty Gorms is on the 23rd. Oh. Yeah. So, Yeah. It is coming. Hey, you know, in addition to uh, my awesome birthday, other things that are awesome like that, Ego Networks. We're sporting, what, 12, 13 podcasts over that place is continuing to grow. Um, go check them out, egonetworks.com. Listen to the different podcasts that are there. Go check them out. It's uh, it's got a wide variety. It's not just WoW stuff. There's no. Star Trek, Star Trek, to Star Wars. There, I got an email from them, Star Wars people. I did too. Something about logging in? Yeah. Yeah, okay. They change the way you log in. Uh, what else is there? There's Nerdy, the Nerdy Directives there. They talk about all kinds of crazy stuff on the Nerdy Directive. All kinds of, it just go there. It's cool stuff. It's just a cool network to be part of. I enjoy them a lot. And if you haven't graced your ears with the lovely voices from the training dummies, do so. Bring them into your life. Open your arms and accept hen love into your life. Everybody needs a little hen love. Uh, Vote to Kick talked about Synergy earlier today. Go check them out. That's so fun. It's a, you know, I'll tell you, it's an explicit podcast. So keep that in mind. They're hilarious, though. They're very funny. And they talk about, well, they talk about League of Legends. They talk about a bunch of games that they're doing. Uh, Arma 2, the zombie stuff. Bunch of stuff over there. So go check them out. And like I mentioned before, you know, if you are short on podcasts, go check out the Wild Podcast subreddit and get your fill of Wild Podcasts there. Thank you again for listening to episode number 164 of HearthCast. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Shoot an email to contribute at hearthcast.com, tweet me at hearthcastfrack, or root at hearthcastroot. Like our Facebook page or send us a voice message on hearthcast.com through SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. We'd again like to thank our sponsor, that is Open Raid, for making Season 5 possible, and you for listening. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next week, this has been Roots and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. It's about World of Warcraft Take a break from your grind If you have the time To listen to our show 
We got gnomes and dwarves and night elves too And we would like to thank you For listening, for listening I said we would like to thank you